No, you wouldn't die. I already envisioned it. Oh. <laughs> like, eh, it's fine. God's got my back. I've wrecked five times or six times, but all of them were asleep. Because I used to, when I was selling, I used to drive everywhere. And I was like, I'm not sleeping until the job's done. So. Dope. Live. Another episode. Second one for today for me. Seriously? Yeah. Second one, I got, I think, two more or one more at least. So it's a busy day of podcasting. Busy day. They're 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 also like surprisingly a lot of work. You know what I mean? Like they're draining on both ends. On both ends. Especially we just got some new equipment. We still need additional equipment, which mm-hmm. we've got really good equipment to begin with. But uh it's gonna make the the process on the back end, all the editing and everything like that, make it a little easier because there's a fuck ton that goes into Yeah, do they edit on this. real time? I have zero idea. You guys <laughs> probably hit no lingo better than, than I do. I'm I just not know a there's huge a, on podcasts, so I don't know. There's, there's audio clips, there's video clips, there's merging them, connecting them, lower thirds, just different different shit that I have no idea about, but I'm excited to condense it and and uh make this shit because it's it's draining it is draining but it's it's probably one of the most fulfilling things that i do right now because i really love learning people yeah how many episodes do you have out we've got 25 out but we've probably got another 25 not released oh wow and we've done that in two months three months like we've really just been forcing it forcing it down like vegetables hard (laughs) you know what i mean like it's it's honestly like fuck but uh so we got another episode varsity kings we got special guest carson marie right yes that's my middle name but yeah i'm carson just going marie. with carson marie what's the last name belzine 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 with a f so what nationality are you german i was gonna say that nebraska just gives me like a like a german colony vibe yeah so i'm german <laughs> canadian and irish and maybe something else i don't know i think i'm gonna take a dna test to find out more i, w- I would like signed up for one and then i was like i was like you know what fuck this shit i know what i'm black and white <laughs> <laughs> i like started reading i was like this is just taking too much time <laughs> i'm not doing this um so dope so grew up in nebraska yes what part of nebraska, nebraska. um franklin nebraska so it's south central nebraska um it's like relatively it's in the middle of nowhere like out in the middle of nowhere it i don't know it's a nice place how far from like people that are listening would know like lincoln or omaha two and a half hours so it's like the center of nebraska yes are there like grizzly bears out there no (laughs) no no just like a lot of cornfields how big was your graduating class 35 i think i think it was 35 public school yes public school we were all in one building so it was like kindergarten through 12th grade we were in one building like elementary was one ring one wing um middle school is another wing and then high school so and then football team did you guys have like 11s or was it sevens um i'm honestly i have no idea because I hear some of these football teams, they have like sevens or eights or like, you know, where they don't play. I think like it might be. In a really small town, they play like a smaller, smaller version of the game. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. How did your parents, what did your parents, what do your parents do? How'd they meet? What was growing up like for you? 
Okay, growing up for me, I had a pretty easy, like, childhood, a pretty easy, fun childhood. Um, My parents met, my dad moved to town when he was in eighth grade, and my mom had lived there for a while. Um, She's about two years younger than my dad. Yeah. They met at the pool, and then they've practically been together ever since. Yeah. When they were pretty young, so they were kind of like high school sweethearts, you could say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there were pools. It wasn't like lakes. Oh, yeah. We have like, a really nice lake yeah, um, that's say, about like, 15 miles from our hometown. It's the Harlan County Reservoir. It's pretty big. It's every like, time, like in the summer uh, at Lincoln, people be like, come out and go tube on the river or the, like the some lake. And I'd be like, yes. I'm not doing none of that shit. <laughs> you would probably actually like it. It's uh, actually I'd really fun. I feel like you get out and you have like a new rash. You know what I mean? No, like, I've never gotten one of those. <laughs> I'm like, ah, hell, dude. How about these Nebraskans? <laughs> no, I've never got that. So growing up, my family, we always had a boat. So we were yeah. always out on the lake every weekend, unless my brother had baseball, which I dreaded those weekends. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were always out on the lake on our boat doing water sports like skiing, wakeboarding, kneeboarding, tubing, yeah. all that fun stuff. Um. Yeah, it was it was really good family time. Everybody pretty much just parks their boats in the center of the lake, drinks, and has a good time. <laughs> so what did your parents, well, what do they do now? What did they do growing up, like work-wise when you were growing up? Um, So my mom has had like the same job since I can remember, honestly, ever since I was a little kid. Um, she works for the city of Franklin, so she's the city clerk. She works directly with the mayor. Wow. Yeah, nice. that's that's dope. Yes. Um, And then my dad, he used to be a mechanic and then he got really sick with pneumonia. So um, he was more of a body guy, like he painted cars and things like that. But after he got sick, he was like, I need a more practical job. So he works at the hospital and he just does maintenance there. Dope. You have siblings? Brother? Yes, I have a brother. Uh, He's 22. And he is actually the assistant manager at um, Kearney Country Club. Okay. So he does turf management, works on the golf course. Oh, okay. Golf is huge in Nebraska. Yeah. My entire family loves golf. They're all really good at it. And they like play in tournaments together. And I'm horrible. I will go up to (laughs) tee off and probably lift three or four times before I even hit the ball. My last office that I bought in Lincoln, I did the deal on a golf course and they let me open up on a hole and... After that hole, they made me just keep scoring, just driving the golf cart. <laughs> That's how bad I am. That's me too. I'll just ride along and I have just a pretended to like drinks. take calls. They were, they were like, "You want to just?" And I was like, "Yeah, I got calls anyways." My family would be <laughs> like, "You can go golfing with us, but um, you can just hit where wherever our ball lands because you're not very good." So <laughs> <laughs> that's how I would be. That's how I am. Like even top golf is a struggle for me. I've never been to Top Golf. Yeah. I actually really want to try that. Like I actually dread going to them because I know that I'm not gonna win, and if like I'm doing something, you hate that losing. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, I, don't, I really don't participate in Top Golf events. You know, I try to avoid those. I try it at least once, and then if I'm terrible, and I'll probably embarrass myself, but yeah. it'll be a good time. <laughs> so growing up for you, you know, what were some of the memories that that you have that stood out that maybe you know had a big impression on your life or helped shape and mold your life good bad funny um well 
I don't know. I did a lot of fun things when I was a kid. We kind of traveled around a little bit. Um, we would always go to Colorado about every every year to go snow skiing um, with my family. So that was always really fun. Um, Is there like a mountain resort in Nebraska? No, we have to go to Colorado. Okay, you said Colorado. Yes. yes. Yeah. There's no mountains probably in Nebraska. No, none. You've been to Nebraska. Yeah, what but I was just like, about? I was just like, yeah, maybe there's a mountain hide somewhere in the state. No, you either have to go. I think you can go in Wyoming, but we prefer to go to Colorado. Yeah. Yeah, Breckenridge, Beaver Creek, Vale, Keystone. Keystone has night skiing. Yeah. So, so have you ever been skiing? Uh, I went snowboarding like once. Oh. I want to try snowboarding. Yeah, it was it was a horrible experience. I just kept falling. <laughs> I was pissed the whole time. Cold piss. Uh, there was this wet, one time when we suck. were on a uh, one of our trips, and I hadn't fallen the entire trip. We were there for probably like a week. I hadn't fallen the whole time, and then we're on the last run of the day, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna be cool and um, do a jump over this little like ramp." completely biffed it like the tips of my skis went into the ground and i just like slid on the snow and snow went all down my like jacket it was terrible yeah my family just went by me real quick and they were just laughing like didn't even stop yeah hell no (laughs) so what about like i feel like everybody's got a memory of like you know when you got into a lot of trouble growing up what what were what was like one of those moments where it's like damn i just got into a lot of trouble I wasn't really that big of a troublemaker yeah, when I was a little got kid. Some trouble, though. I mean, I guess if you want to know, I did get in trouble when I was 15. Um, I was a freshman. I was hanging out with some of the seniors, and we got caught drinking. So damn horrible. <laughs> yeah, we thought we were safe out in the country, but the state patrol can go anywhere. So. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, yeah my parents were a little bit out. disappointed, so they made me go tell my coaches and the school. So and what all sports did you play? I just played volleyball. Okay. They wanted me to do basketball, but I'm not. Yeah. No. Didn't get into it. No. And they wanted me to do track, too, but I don't like running, so. Yeah. <laughs> I only like doing any type of physical exertion when it comes to, like, energy at the gym. Other yeah. than that, I'd, I wish I could just roll everywhere or get a wheelchair. Like, I'm really fucking lazy. Yeah, I see you park in the handicap spot outside. Yeah. Yeah, that's still like that. Why? Well, because I was like, you know what? They already saw it. The people who left you a note yeah, the other day? Yeah, you know what I mean? So I'm like, you know, you know, it's like you, it's like getting like, if you like, someone like saw you naked, it's like. You already saw me naked. I'm just going to stay naked. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, <laughs> it's, already, it's already there. But uh, so you played volleyball. Mm-hmm. You graduate high school. Mm-hmm. In 2015. 2015, you graduated high yes. school. And then where'd you go from there? I actually went to a community college in Beatrice, Nebraska. Not the best town. I mean, it wasn't really a great fit for me, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. I honestly didn't even want to go to school, but I didn't know what else to do. It was kind of like a, oh, you have to go to school to get out of your hometown. So that's what I did. I just followed kind of what the normal thing to do is, is to go to college after you graduate. Um, I went for about two years. I didn't graduate. I decided... um, 
just to take some gen ed classes and then I started studying dental assisting and I absolutely hated it got like super depressed wasn't liking it and then I just came to the realization one day that if I don't like studying this and I don't like going to school for this I'm gonna hate my life if I graduate with this degree yeah so it was like mid-semester like the second semester and during the middle I just went to the school went to the financial aid office and was like look I'm not taking out any more student loans for next semester I'm done and they were like okay sign here so signed and then I found a couple jobs in the industries that I was interested in and then just kind of worked my way up from there and so what so what jobs did you secure then so I, at first, I love fashion. So at first, I started working at the mall. I worked at American Eagle for... There's a mall in Nebraska? Gateway Mall in Lincoln. That's not You've a mall. been there. That's not a mall. It's a little tiny mall, but for Lincoln, it works. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like the mall's here, okay? Yeah, dude, the mall's... I mean, like, when I got here, that was one thing. I was like, all right, thank God there's a Louis Vuitton store. It was the first place I was like... I went there, I felt like got like a breath of fresh air. I was like, ah, back to real life. <laughs> Need those designer stores. You don't like them? No, I like them. Oh, okay. I'm just not going to spend that much on anything right now. Dude, some of the shit in gonna there is... going to be practical with is, my money. Well, dude, some of the shit in there is like <laughs> nuts. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, ah, fuck it. I don't care. Four bands. You know what I mean? But then like some of the shit, it's like... And then I'm like, damn, like this chair is $75,000. And it's like... I'm like is it worth it? Some just for the is. logo it's Some just pe- yeah. for the logo i'm 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 the same i'm the same as you i could give a fuck less but at the same time i'm like the power that some of these individuals have out there i think that's that's nuts mm-hmm. you know so you get into working at the mall yes and then um so that was just like a part-time job i was also a lifeguard so i taught swimming lessons at the ymca to little kids and um, that was pretty fun, but I just did that in my free time, basically. Yeah. Um, and then I started working in hospitality. So I worked at the Hyatt Place in the Haymarket in Lincoln. So were you live? How did you move to Lincoln? Yes. Sorry. Yes. So from Beatrice, I lived there for like a year, and then I moved to Lincoln. Got some roommates. Started going to SEC in Lincoln. Okay. Yes. And then after I dropped out, I started working at the mall and then working at the Hyatt Place. And actually, while I was working at the Hyatt Place, um, some of the executives from Executive Travel were staying there. And they would come down to the bar and talk to me and hang out. And I actually picked them up from the airport. And when I picked them up, they were like, we love you. Like, you should come work for our company. And I was like, well, what do you do? Like, tell me more about it. Because at this point, I was just working, you know, minimum wage jobs, paying yeah. my rent, just trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, so they told me, you know, it's a travel agency in town. You should really come work with us. And so I went and met the boss and got hired and started working there like the next week. I did admin at first and then moved up to um, marketing. So that's kind of where I started doing more marketing and things like and that. And then where did that all lead to? 
So I was with Executive Travel doing marketing for about two years. And I just decided that I want to be in charge of my own time. I want freedom. I want to be in control of what I design and what I put out there. Um, So my business partner, Quentin Sadoff, and I decided to start a company um, that's a digital agency. Um, So we do marketing. We design websites, manage businesses, social medias, provide consulting. We do content creation, whether that's like video or just like imagery for their social media accounts or website. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I just wanted the freedom. When did you guys start that company? Is it 2020? In May of 2020. Yes. So in May of 2020, we started and then in i put my two weeks in at my other job january 1st of 2021 so how many clients do you guys rotate monthly now monthly i would say six to ten depending on what they need some of them are on retainers some of them aren't yeah um that's huge though you know what i mean from yeah and we have yeah so i would say about six to ten are on retainer and now have you expanded to more like maybe subcontracts or additional staff like are there uh, other employees outside of you two it's just us yeah yeah so it's it still huge it's really busy um yeah i feel like every day is a business day but yeah that's okay yeah it has to be if you're an entrepreneur yeah yeah every there's day never a break your bills are 100 percent. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you can't let up you can't relent <laughs> Because them bitches going to come, <laughs> mm-hmm. for sure. So, what, you know, I guess with, with the creation of your company, the digital agency, like, what mm-hmm. all do the details look like when it comes to, like, the consulting and the website building? Like, what are you most passionate about? What do those details break down to and look like? I would say we're most passionate about just helping people be, like, authentically who they are online and helping them build their presence Like, we want to create, um, like, a very aesthetically pleasing website that their customers are going to want to stay on. Like, we want to build a website that people look at and they're on for, like, five to ten minutes. Yeah. Um, A lot of the times, our clients, before we redesign for them, they have a website that loads really slow or it just isn't aesthetically pleasing. It looks old, like nothing is aligned and what do you guys use for like editing your websites we use a new platform called webflow yeah um it codes in the background um so you you guys don't have to do the coding Mm -hmm. you do or you don't we don't okay you visually design it and then um it codes it in the background for you and the code is so clean that google can crawl the site and get your seo running up a lot faster what's, than what's a WordPress an SEO? site. SEO is search engine optimization. Like when you go to Google somebody. Like how likely it is to show up. up. Yep. So like how do you get someone's so the cleaner your website, the more likely the SEO Yes, the cleaner is. the code, the better the SEO. It isn't like wouldn't the SEO be based off of like what's most popular? Like I feel like Joe Rogan's really popular right now, so like yeah, his, just, his SEO is going to be higher, even if my code was more clear. 
it just depends because if people are paying for advertising as well on Google, then theirs is going to be at the top of the page regardless of what you search. Now, when you're paying for advertising, because mm-hmm. I, I, a lot of people ask me about, like, you know, what do I use for media and things like that? And I have to mm-hmm. explain to them that I pay a media company to to do, um, you know, the editing, content creation, and mm-hmm. website man, like everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they not the ad doll. That's separate. You know what I mean? Because they're like, oh, that's not that bad, and, and it's like four or five thousand dollars a month. And I'm like, yeah, it's probably not that fucking bad, you motherfucker. <laughs> but it's like, then I'm putting another four or five thousand into ads. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think mm-hmm. people undervalue or they don't. Um, you know, segregate the two of realization of like, it's one thing to create the content, have the website and the other things like that. But then mm-hmm. it's a whole other, and like, that's a baby. Like I'm, I would say that's a baby amount in comparison to like what I would realistically like to do. Like I would love to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars monthly in just the social media realm. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I look at individuals like Grant Cardone and people like that, it's like, I know they're, they're dumping hundreds of thousands of dollars oh, monthly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know that's what it takes to scale up to getting verified because all that shit can be bought. Like I just put an article out, yeah, and that just took me throwing around a thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Persuading. Yeah. There's PR things like that. But I, I forget exactly what it does. But like, you can get into Forbes. You know, I know people now like where you can get into Forbes for ten, fifteen grand. You know what I mean? With like mm-hmm. minimal credibility. You, know, you just throw around some money. So it's like people don't realize like the one the power of the dollar that's needed to generate what you want. Like people are like, you know, they're, they'll ask like, you know, should they work with a company that I use for media? I'm like, yeah, but don't come here thinking you're going to spend a couple dollars and get millions of dollars of content. And it's like, I barely, I feel, I feel like I'm, I'm asking for more than what I'm paying for right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's I feel like if people aren't capitalizing on social media, and like utilizing companies growing. yeah they're not growing yeah. and they don't realize like they should watch the movie uh ready player one Never I, seen that. it's kind of like you know like uh uh what's what's what did facebook just convert into the metaverse where like yep. everything's kind of like like this virtual world virtual reality the virtual reality that's essentially what ready player one is it's like oh. the world like evolves like it's like set in like 2050 2070 or something like that where it's hmm. like everybody operates through virtual reality there's no more space and shit like that in the world like everything's just that is actually kind of cool but it's like if you're not capitalizing on like social media and shit like that i feel like your business your life your brand it, it's all like the, the level of success is going to determine like what's your level of success to an extent on social media and your marketing mm-hmm. and like how, what do people know you by and so it's like mm-hmm. people should take every dollar they have and they should find people like you guys they should find credible media companies and they should go all in that's my advice i always tell people it's like everything that i've done that's had exponential return on investment like fast because i don't believe in money overnight yeah. but anytime i've had it way faster it's been it's typically been through some type of social media connection Mm-hmm. Like the best people I've brought into my business has always been through social media. I mean, that's how we got connected too. Yeah. So when we did, we met fall 2020. Uh, yeah, I think so. Cause you were just a few months in Yeah. to your yeah. business. And I was still working my other job too, I think. Yeah. 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 So fall of 2020, we met at Capitol. Yeah. Okay. So we met at Capitol. We didn't yes. meet through social media. Well, yeah, we met through social media, but in person, okay, we yeah. met at yeah, Capitol. Yeah, we went to Capitol. Yeah. And so, I guess my next question would be like, 
what's your favorite project you guys or you've done so far? Mm, my favorite project we've done so far. Well, um, it's kind of hard to choose what my favorite project is right now. Um, I would say my favorite website that we've worked on so far in creating like social media content is for Layton's at the Lake. It's one of our clients. Um, their brand is just amazing. The colors, the aesthetic of it, their values. Um, it's another cigar. It's a cigar brand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Where's it at? Lake of the Ozarks. Where's that? Uh, it's in Missouri, I think. Yeah, Missouri. So have you guys gone down there and, and like physically visited? They're actually an up and coming brand and their grand opening is in March. Oh, So wow. we're super excited. So in a couple of weeks, we'll be going over there um, for their grand opening. It, I'm really excited about it. Yeah. You probably know the owner as well. Who's the owner? Brylin Brown. He used to work at Capitol. Yeah. Sounds really familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds really familiar. He's pretty close with Montreal too. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and as Montreal, are they still in uh, the media world as well? Yes, I believe so. Okay, yeah. dope. Do you guys, now do you guys ever like subcontract and like link up and do work like that? Sometimes or? actually some of our clients will like, um, since we're not in Lincoln anymore, some of our clients will use um, other people to take photos or um, record content and then they'll send it to us and then we do the editing and get it posted. Now, are you guys able to like edit like videos and stuff like we were talking about when we first opened up edit in real time i don't know like i have never edited in real time necessarily like the videos and they all, like like editing all this oh. do you guys do that like if you were like hey here's these files edit it yeah i have done that before yes so like with your guys's packages and things like that, mm-hmm. is that thing is that something you guys incorporate? Like you're like, hey, look, we can do like, because that was one of the things that really sold me on this. Is the guy was like, we could set you up a you know podcast. You know, I was like, all right, cool. That was probably the biggest thing. It was like, podcast. This dude, he's he's my first podcast episode. I had I had him come out. He designed the room, put the room together, and he's two years out of two years out of jail. And like his media company does. I think two, three mil, but he's got oh. like, he's got like 40, 50 people. Great dude. Funny dude. You know, I mean, not, not always the most organized Peter, but, uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, definitely, definitely like just the, just the different things I see like with media companies, it start. it almost, I always fuck with them. I'm like, dude, seeing your media company makes me want to just like start buying media companies or like create one. <laughs> Just create one and, and just sell it. have them copy his mom. Like, I like send him a text, and be like, "Hey, great idea! I just created this media company that's gonna copy all your shit. I'm not gonna need you anymore, but thank you for everything." I would be pissed. <laughs> like, always, get out! Always fuck with them. <laughs> I was, we were on the highway. We were driving one, me and my buddy, and uh, I got out of the car and I was standing on the top. Why? I love adrenaline. So I'm sta- I'm standing on the windowsill actually and we're on the highway and he's like there's police and I like get you were scared. You driving? Yeah, on the highway. So it was like 
ultimate thrill. That's kind of psycho. Yeah, a little, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But uh, your friend was driving, or you were driving, nah, and you just like he got was on the window. No, I've done I've done that too. That yeah, one. I saw that on your TikTok <laughs> yeah. a couple months ago. I think. Yes. You yeah. just got in the backseat as the truck is like going down the road. Yeah. Are yeah. you trying to die? No, you wouldn't die. I already envisioned it. Oh. You're like, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> fine. God's got my back. I've wrecked five times or six times, but all of them were asleep. Because I used to, when I was selling, I used to drive everywhere. And I was like, I'm not sleeping until the job's done. So. Do you drink caffeine or like, how do you stay Very up minimally, somewhere? you know, and it's, once you're up for so long, nothing can keep you up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there's, I've tried everything. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing's going to like, once you hit that certain breaking point, Nothing is going to keep you up. You are just out. I, so then how long do you pass out for after? It's usually a couple minutes before I wreck. You know, but sometimes I remember like just driving home and not knowing how I got home. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That happens to me all the time. Yeah. I'm like, I just like completely space out. And I'm like, yeah, but I was I don't asleep. know how I got here. No. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I was, I'm like, I'm like the whole way like this. That's why I refuse to pretty much drive over like 10 minutes. If something's over 10 minutes, I really care about it. Really, mm -hmm. I really fucking care. Like I'll, I'll drive to jujitsu right now and it's 30 minutes away. And that's, that's just, that's once a week to go get choked out by like little girls, old men, fat dudes. You wrestle so. people that aren't even your size. Like they don't jiu you up to somebody. So jujitsu is, it's kind of like every man for himself but at the, at the same time like I, I don't deliberately like be like oh a girl let me go let me go roll with a girl yeah but like, <laughs> but like there like... are some girls that are fucking monsters mm -hmm. that will just fuck like every single one of us they would they like they one girl like a really soft <laughs> one of my coaches um his wife she's like a step below for me in a black belt she's insane like i've never like despite me being stronger like doesn't matter just manhandles me wow. it would be like you know what i mean like i post all like so you get your these... ass kicked by a girl oh absolutely like no shame in it at girl. least you can admit it i and have you're no like, shame nah, in it. but the thing is is because <laughs> i know that like there's a lot of people i would fuck up so i'm like if she's fucking me up she's fucking all you guys up so that's where i'm like i don't give a fuck you guys will get tapped out by her you're like i'm not the first one it's yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely dude absolutely because Jiu-jitsu is like a, a long-term game. Like, it's just something where it's, it'd be like somebody coming into your guys' business with no experience trying to tell you guys what to do. You mm. know what I mean? Like, you would fuck them up. Like, you'd be like, no, nah, you don't know how to do this, that, the, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. maybe maybe not even like pridefully or arrogantly, but it'd be like, it'd be like me trying to tell Aiden how to edit some shit. You know what I mean? I would have zero idea what the hell I was talking about. You know what I mean? He's been doing this for years. Mm -hmm. So jiu-jitsu it's like it doesn't discriminate you know what i mean like you just you could be there i mean i've had issues with like kids you know what i mean like teenagers <laughs> you would be surprised <laughs> you'd be surprised this little kid th throws you in some heel hook or something your knee's about to explode and you're like you got me bro <laughs> you don't even know you're about to go and play with some legos but i'm trying to keep my knees dude <laughs> That just sounds dangerous. Oh, it is. Honestly. That's a, that's what uh, these, I don't know if you can see like the little scars. scars right there. So I had surgery last month and that was from my meniscus exploding from uh, from a straight ankle lock. 
So I got put into a leg lock and just didn't tap in time. And it just, it literally went and it exploded. It literally exploded. And I let it go for a year. I did stem cell, PRP, ozone, knees over toes. That's a uh, great program if anybody, you know, struggles with any knee, uh, you know, issues or yeah. anything like that. I recommend checking them out on Instagram. My right knee is messed up too. Oh, it's great. I still do it. It's like walking backwards, <laughs> like lift, like toe lifts, shit like that. It's like, it sounds like stupid, but uh, doing it day in and day out, it helps a lot. It sucks like right after a surgery and you can't like just run or you can't walk. I walked out. I, somebody told me they like walked the next day and I again I don't like like if someone tells me something I naturally just like make it a competition so it was like this guy was like yeah I had meniscus surgery and the next day like he was like the day after I, I started to hobble a little bit and I was like I'm gonna make sure I walk out this you know I'm not letting this other dude you don't be able to say that shit in front of me <laughs> so <laughs> I had to make sure like I walked I uh I hobbled out same same day and then I went to the gym the next day just it was mainly just to make sure you know what i mean like i for sure like won that even though Damn. it probably wasn't a competition after my knee surgery like what 10 years ago and probably, i didn't take they any made pain me meds. Go, they made me get wheeled out in a wheelchair yeah it was a lot they gave me the oxys i said fuck no didn't like, take i don't want to get hooked on that shit well i don't have i don't get addicted to anything so i've i've taken painkillers never had an issue you know yeah. what i mean so i was like Psh, i'm gonna fuck Never like the only addictions I've ever had is food. Mm. It's like food will do something to me. We're like sugar. It's been the hardest thing this last four months um, of like being on a diet is has been weird for me. I mean, I feel the best I've ever felt, look the best I've ever looked, but definitely been that's been the the hardest mental battle for me. Is yeah, is the, I honestly is the diet. have terrible self discipline when it comes to food. Yeah, I've n everything else is cool. I could care less. Yeah. yeah everything else. Like, I'm cool. I don't need it. But then someone's like, oh, do you want to get tacos? Oh, like, hell yeah. There I was one taco no. place in Lincoln that I always used to get. Always. Where was it at? Do you remember? You know, just right there in Lincoln. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> I have no idea. You know, I honestly, there was a few places I really loved. There was JTK's, I think. Mm -hmm, that's good. Love JTK's. Um, there was this other like French place. It had duck confit. My all my my the people I know they they would uh, the people here they would know I would take them there like every other night I would take someone to whoever the top producer was I would take them out to dinner and towards the end my like I was going there every day once a day really? at least was Hopcat. Oh, I love Hopcat. I was going to Hopcat every day though. There. What was it that uh, Nashville fried chicken sandwich with the bacon mac and cheese, and then they mm. had like this Reese's pie, and I'll get a lemonade, and it was fire, mm. absolute fire. It was insane. That sounds really good. It was insane. So that was that was my fave. Um, what are your passions outside of everything we we spoke on? Like, what are you real passionate about? Like mm -hmm. me, it's movies. That's it. Work, movies, workout. Oh, um, I would say I'm passionate about like people and just helping other people. Um, I love beauty, so I love like doing makeup and like different fun makeup looks and things like that. Fashion, I already touched on that. Um, 
kids. I love little kids. I hate kids. You do? Bad. Like, when I think about when I have kids, I'm like, I don't, like, want them until they're, like, out of their crying phase. Yeah. Like, when they're, like, 13 or 14. Like, I, I That's think like about it. That's, like, when kids get worse. I remember myself when I was 13 or 14. I was horrible. Yeah, but, like, when I can start to, like, you know, like, push them, like, hard. <laughs> start to make them, like, warriors. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant you were just like, yeah, I'm just going to push them real hard. <laughs> no, we, like, yeah. just shove the kid over. Yes. Um, that too. Yeah, just spending time with family <laughs> and friends, I would say. That was family funny. And I, yeah, family and friends, just being outdoors. Hunting. That's why I hate winter. I don't really hunt. I mean, I like shooting guns. I yeah. have a really good shot. Yeah. So. <laughs> um but i don't hunt any animals yeah yeah i would love i can't wait to like my vision is to, like have like a ranch in texas and i just want to live off the land really yep just disconnect and just well no not disconnect i just oh, okay. i don't want to eat the shit from like I, you know what i mean especially with as hard as they've pushed this vaccine yeah i'm like done trusting you know what i mean like <laughs> just being supplied things i want to just create my own you know, just yeah. just who knows what's in what. So that's kind of like my vision on that. What about favorite movies? I always ask everybody what their favorite movie is. Favorite movies? I don't even know if I have a favorite. Some people don't. They're like so ADHD I, or like don't sit down. They like. Uh, my ADHD is so bad sometimes. Yeah, there's like some people are like, I don't know. Maybe like a favorite I can TV. watch a movie, but. What about a favorite if, TV show if you don't have a favorite movie? Well, one of my favorite TV shows that I recently watched is. Euphoria. No, I haven't seen that. Okay. I need to watch I that. Gonna, I feel like everybody's been saying Euphoria. I know. I've been seeing it all over TikTok lately. Right? Like Euphoria. Like, I should probably watch this. I just feel like I don't have a lot of time to, like, just sit down and watch TV. Yeah, no. Like, there was a time, like, when we were building a couple of different businesses, like, even when I was still in college, we didn't have TV. No, there like, is no we time. would watch YouTube, and that was it. Yeah. Like, we would never have TV on. Like, music, podcasts, YouTube, that's it. Like, yep. there was, like, three yeah, when years you're in, I didn't Yeah, when you're in those initial TV. phases, if, if you've got time, you're not you're not really working, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I would have to say something that I watched recently that I liked is Dynasty on Netflix. What's that about? Um, It's about this um, family like this really rich family and they have like a couple of different businesses and the daughter like goes off and does her own business and starts competing with the dad and then there's like some mystery and crime in it too damn sounds like uh what was that one show uh where they're out in the like that they had their ranch or something like that everybody was talking about it i don't know dude i forget what it was where they had the ranch there is a Ye show. Yeah, Yellowstone. Right? Oh yeah, Yellowstone. Sounds Everybody like keeps that. telling me to watch that. It was pretty good. I have, I didn't watch the recent season. Yeah, I haven't. I mean, I haven't really watched it at all. Maybe like a couple little short clips, but I haven't watched it. Much. What is your favorite book? Ooh, my favorite book. Um, I would have to say. The Entrepreneur by Darren Hardy. That's just one of my favorite ones that I've read so far. Yeah. Just kind of talking about like how it is being an entrepreneur and everything and lessons and how to work through it. Yeah. 
Yeah. What's your favorite book? Think and Grow Rich, The Secret, probably the Bible, which is real cliche. Yeah. You know, but there's definitely verses in there that I really resonate with and certain things like that. So I'd say Think and grow top three rich. for me. Who is who wrote Na- that? Napoleon Hill, phenomenal oh. book, life changer. I'll have to order that. Absolutely, have you run through a wall? It would be like eye open. It would be like steroids to the brain. Damn. Yes. So, food, favorite restaurant. What's your favorite place to eat? Hmm, my favorite place to eat. I feel like it's so hard to pick favorites. Like, I feel bad just picking a favorite, yeah. like singling one out. But I, I well, don't know. And I, I, in my mind, I'm like, Nebraska, I probably shouldn't even ask that. You know what I mean? You're probably like there's hunters, not a lot hunters of like, and gatherers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, everything's just. Yeah, we go out in the country and yeah, find just, our dinner every night. Yeah, just prepare <laughs> prepare supper, ring a bell. bunch of family just all runs in. Just a huge, long table. I feel like people on the <laughs> coast actually think that, like, that's how people live in Nebraska. That is people listening. That is how they live. I was out there. <laughs> you weren't even, like, out there. They have family villages. You would not know what to do in our small town. Like, what is... I grew up in the country. What? Yeah, in Little Rock, Arkansas. I grew up on a farm. Oh. Yeah, we, re- we raised Tennessee walkers. So I, I grew up showing horses. Oh, really? Yep. I did not know that about you. That's cool. Yep. Kind of cool. So why did you move to Nebraska anyways? And then now Chicago. So I opened. So when you have opportunity to open an office in mm-hmm. a franchise company, you, you, you don't get to pick the location. They pick oh. the location because it's franchised. Yeah. So you just you say yes or no. Okay. So. So is Arkansas. That's where I was Similar born. Similar to Nebraska or no? Yeah, just just hotter. Huh. And then probably more like in the city, I would say more like more expanded. In my mind, it seems like more diversification. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely, probably way more diversification. Mm-hmm. Just because uh, population is just naturally going to cause that. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it. What's the hardest adversity you've had to overcome in your life? I would say, so growing up and going to school, um, I started getting tested a lot because the teachers could tell that I had ADHD. I thought I was normal, but um, I kind of struggled through school. None of it interested me. I didn't want to do any of my homework. I didn't care. I just wanted to draw and do art. Um so I really wouldn't like pay attention in school or any of that because I just didn't care. And uh, as I got older, my parents were like, Carson, you have to get it together. Like you have to actually pay attention and do your homework. Like you have to graduate. And I did and it was fine, but through the whole process, like, people would bully me just because I had ADHD. They were like, you're stupid. You don't understand anything. It's like, I'm not stupid. I just don't care about any yeah. of this school stuff. Like, I don't care about history. I don't care about math. I'm not really big on science. Like, I just want to hang out in art class, vibe out, listen to some music, create some dope shit, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I would just say... I got bullied a lot by, like, a lot of the kids in our class, 
and some of the older kids just because I was different, I guess. Yeah. Um, so that's some adversity that I've went through. So I guess really to wrap everything up, you know, mm-hmm. what, what else is, is there anything else on your mind or that you want to share, um, about you, the world, what you do? Well, I'm here to help anybody, like whether you're a current business owner or looking to start a business, um, reach out to me because we have all the tools that you need to get started. Where can they reach out to you? Um, our website, caspiancreates.com. How or you can find me on Instagram too. TikTok what would be easiest? Um, probably our website. And that's caspiancreates.com? Yes. How do they spell the Caspian, I feel like? It's C-A-S-P-I-A-N creates. Where'd you come up with the Caspian Creates? Um, actually my business partner came up with it. Um, he was just doing some research and, um, he found the name and he was like, I really like this. And it represents, um, one of the largest inland bodies of water. And before we had picked this name. Caspian does? Yes. And before we had like settled on that name, we were working with a different name. Well, that name got taken from us. We had like all the branding done. We were getting ready to like submit our files and then boom, somebody else had taken the name. Um, So anyways, the Caspian Sea represents um, the largest inland body of water. And um, we compare that to like picking a name for your business is also one of the biggest decisions that you have to make as a business owner because it represents like who you are and what you do and just how you want to be represented overall. Um, So he came up with Caspian and I was like, we should do like double letter CC. Like we should do Caspian creates because we're a creative agency and it just makes sense. Yeah. And then that's what we decided to go with. Dope. So you guys can find them at CaspianCreates.com. Yes. Dope. Well, another podcast episode knocked out. It was a pleasure having you, Carson. Thank yes, you for thank sharing. Thank you for having me. Let's go. Peace out.